Okay, here we are. We're back. Uh, welcome, everybody. This is Sarcasm Speaks. I'm Jared. He's Bob. Uh, if you're watching us on YouTube, uh, well, first of all, click subscribe, right? Give us a thumbs up, all that happy horse shit. Uh, you might notice we look a little, maybe a little paler than normal. <laughs> maybe speak, a little. Speak for yourself. Maybe a little more uh, despair. What is it? Despairful? Full of despair? Whatever you want to say. Um, I don't think that's a word. We're on that. uh that full-blown New Orleans-style hangover here. We did it. To be, to be fair, I've done this hangover in a lot of different locations. Well, yeah, sure. Um, that is, <clears throat> I've done, that it is in, done it in Boston, done it in Medford, done it in Milton, Austin. Nashville. Nashville. Yep. <laughs> Baltimore. And that's all just this year. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So if you've been following along with the show, you know that this past weekend uh, we went on the bachelor party trip for Jones, friend of the show. Shout out to Jones. He's probably our top guest, borderline third chair. Yeah, I mean, outside of when we were in Mansfield and Dickie and Vinny would participate. Yeah, I mean, Dickie's probably close up there, but I think Jones might have him beat by now for the top spot. Yeah. Because we even used to call him in. Like when back yeah, when we, we did, did. Like that's the, how it started. Yeah, we would, I would call him on my phone and plug my phone into the, the mixer board. And we yeah. would have him on there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that was a pain in the ass to edit because I had to overlay the sound onto the video because obviously our camera isn't connected to my phone. So I literally sit there and fucking overlay everything. Oh man. Some of the, some of the things I used to do to edit and everything for this was, uh, was a lot. It makes you realize how much free time I actually had. I mean, don't get me wrong. I do still have free time now, but I had way more free time <laughs> back <Yeah>. then. <laughs> There were there would be days when I was working at my last job that uh, I literally wouldn't do a damn thing all day. <laughs> it's like an office space thing. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. Say in any given week, I do fifteen minutes of real actual yeah. work. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so here we are. We're back. We survived um, New Orleans. That um, that lived up to the tale. <laughs> I've been talking about it for five years. It was probably the grossest place I've ever been to. Oh, yeah, it's nasty. It's gross. Like the joke about like it smells like hot garbage. No, no, it does. It, it smells a lot like hot garbage. You know what's and- funny? <laughs> the last time I went was in September. I thought it smelled, it smelled like hot garbage, but I thought it smelled like pretty tolerable. Yeah. Yeah. September is fucking awful. Yeah. I would imagine. Yeah. And I would imagine July is probably even, even worse. Yeah. But you wouldn't go to, you wouldn't. Well, no, I mean like the people that live around there. 
Oh yeah, but like he wouldn't willingly visit there in July or August. No, that you're a that doesn't make psycho. any fucking sense. There's no reason to go there unless it's for football when the weather is still hot. I mean, like September is still pretty hot. Yeah, September is hot. It's definitely hot. I can especially fucking, down there. Like September can, can be hot here. That. So it's definitely hot down there. <clears throat> no, it's every bit of ninety-five. Yeah, and yeah. probably equal humidity. Right. Like obviously everyone wants to go there for Mardi Gras in February, but like it's probably like 70 degrees in February. Like I can't imagine it gets colder than fucking 55. No, I mean it just it just what it just does. It can't. Yeah. So still fucking sells. Um Yeah, yeah. Like I said, lived up to the tail. It's it's fucking disgusting. Smelled like hot trash. Oh, um sad. A lot of like really weird places. Yep. They a lot love... of really weird places, people. Oh yeah, really weird people. Um they love the uh like the goofy haunted voodoo shit down there. Yeah, they do. They do. It's not just like shit you see on TV. Like I remember <laughs> like I don't know, what is this, two, maybe three years ago at this point? Remember we watched that that dark tourist um thing on Netflix? Yeah, vaguely. And they went to New Orleans. They did an episode in New Orleans and they did the whole like vampire thing and witches and all that stuff. And it's wasn't like, that no. guy, wasn't that guy like the world's biggest pussy? Oh, he was a huge pussy. Yeah. For I, for a guy that was on a show called Dark Tour. What was it? Dark, dark Tourist? Tourist or Dark, dark Tourism? Tourism. For a guy that was going to be going into weird places, he was a complete fucking bitch. Yeah, he did the. um the horror house in somewhere in Tennessee. Remember the guy makes you sign a waiver. Like if you die, oh, yeah. I'm not, li- I'm not liable or something. Yeah. Torture house. That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. And he was a huge bitch about it. Yeah. It's that like, was weird. Like, dude, you know what you're getting into. You like the guy you're literally makes show. you sign a waiver. Yeah. Well, like you're, you're the name of the show is dark tourist or dark tourism or whatever. And it's like, bro, you're going to see some fucked up stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or casting. Who fucking casted this guy? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, so they love that shit there. Did they you love... see any? I, I don't think I saw any haunted real estate listings this time. Um, No, but I saw there was a haunted brochure. There was multiple haunted brochures in the front yeah. lobby of the hotel that I checked out at 2.30 in the morning when I was waiting for Vinny. But we'll get to that. <clears throat> <laughs> don't worry, we'll get to that. Um, we're still just talking about the city. Um, you know what I did notice though? Oh, so actually before I talk about the good stuff, um, we did see the fucking street cleaners in the morning, both mornings on Sunday and Monday morning. Yeah. When I went out, there was the, uh, the guys out there with the pressure washers. Oh yeah. They were, they were power washing the sidewalks. They fucking spray down the streets. They dump soap on the ground and they spray the soap off. Um, that is a legit thing. That happens. Yep. That happens every single day in New Orleans. Um, <laughs> or at least on Bourbon Street, I should say. And the, sur- and the, in the surrounding It's the area. French Quarter. It's, it's, yeah. it's effectively the French Quarter, unless there's not that many bars on whatever road it is. Yeah. Um, very... Uh, I can't think of the word that I'm trying to come up with right now. Dilapidated. That's the word I was looking for. Uh, the dilapidated houses 
on the drive from the airport to like downtown New Orleans. Um, And I know I've talked about this before and I've told you, obviously, I mean, Jesus Christ, I think at this point it's probably close to 10 years ago when I was in Shreveport, Louisiana. And um, that was one of those, that was like one of the first times that was like eye-opening to me that, holy shit, like that stuff you see in movies about like driving down a road and there's little houses that are like literally boarded up and like everything is fucking like that was Shreveport, Louisiana, like the drive from the the little tiny airport to where we were going. That's what I saw. And there was a, a group of like fucking 15 year olds sitting out on plastic lawn chairs, drinking tall boys of like Bud Light and fucking whatever the hell it was like just tall boy beers at 15, like uh, in front of a house that's boarded up. Like that was Shreveport. That's like the lasting image of Shreveport, Louisiana. Um, and it was very similar vibes. Well, very see, similar I've, vibes. I've, I've only been to a few Southern cities. <clears throat> and the thing is Southern city is not reflective of how poor or yeah. poverty ridden. Yeah. A lot of the South is. The another time I saw something like that was uh, the drive from um, Charleston to Myrtle Beach. Yeah. Um, along that road, there's like one stretch of road where like it's bad. Like these people are legit poor, right? Like you think like oh poor, you know? Like we grew up in Medford. Medford's not like well, it's different now than it was 20, 30 years ago, but. When we were growing up, Medford wasn't like big time money. Like some people had money, some people didn't. But we weren't. We weren't like dirt. You know what? Everyone, everyone did okay though. And even like obviously, we grew up. We had friends that lived in the projects, and I would hang out in the projects sometimes. Everyone's like, "Oh, it's the projects. It's the pro." Uh, These these people, people got it okay. Like people that lived in the like the Medford projects, like. You don't have it that bad. Like the some of those places that I've seen down south, like I said, between Shreveport, Louisiana, the stretch between Myrtle Beach and Charleston, and that's only three places, really. Like, and those are three very small areas. Yeah, like this doesn't even account for some of like the really, really poor places. Never mind. Like, I can only imagine what like the haulers of West Virginia look like. Well, so I was gonna say like Boone, North Carolina, but then like that, then you're moving into like mountain living, right? Um, but no, I mean down south, it's it. So with the limited exposure I have, dude, it's 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 all similar. Like Jackson, Mississippi, yeah, Birmingham, Montgomery, Alabama, yeah, Atlanta. Atlanta's a fucking shithole. Yeah. Now, I haven't been to these places, so I can only go off of what people are telling me. Memphis, like Memphis cannot be nice. Oh, yeah. Like, no, Memphis is fucking shit. I'm sure Beale Street's great. I would love to go there sometime, but um, but outside of that, it's like Yeah. Dude, any place like Little Rock, Arkansas. Think of any place that had a fucking massive issue during the civil rights movement. Right. Dude, it's gonna be it's gonna be a little bit of urban historic old southern city in poverty yeah like that's like that's what the cities kind of are yeah and that's like i said like that's real poverty right like even if you think about like if you drive through brockton like obviously there's some really bad areas of brockton but like 
the worst part of Brockton is probably still better than fucking Shreveport, Louisiana. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's, it is just what it is, right? Like we, and not to like diminish people that, that struggle up here in the Northeast, but it's a different kind of struggle. And also I think the difference about that too, is living in a blue state. There are a lot of social welfare programs available, but like, I don't know how much of that is available down South. And like how uh, good I have a pretty is. good guess. Yeah. None. Probably none. And whatever there is, is not very good. Right. Right. <clears throat> so, you know, it, it's out. But that's the thing is it's out there. There's like a lot of people up here that don't really realize what the rest of the country is kind of like. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. And it go like it, it's like you want to talk generational wealth, like certain areas are generationally wealthy. Dude, there's generational poverty in this country. Like, oh, yeah, what a thousand like, percent. Like, yes. this place has been poor forever and it always yeah. will be. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's like if you're from here, it's like, fuck, man, that deck is stacked against you. Right. Right. 100%. There's so, I, that, that's very well said. Yeah. The generational poverty is, is just as much of a thing as generational wealth. Yeah. And so uh, it's, it's like when you go to these places, it's like, got to remember, it's like, this is, where's Spencer? This is like, this is their reality. Right. Right. Yeah. Like, this is what it's like. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Reality Tonic. I'm your host, Spencer. Here's Rob. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, it's like, it, it especially that drive. Yeah. Like, bro, that is like fucking nowheresville. Yeah. Because that's the thing. The airport ain't in New Orleans. That's the other thing I've noticed a lot about. Um, basically anywhere that's not the Northeast is that the airports aren't actually in the city that they say, right? Like Boston's airport is in Boston. New York has two airports in New York. Well, in I'm sorry, the city has two airports in the city, right? Because obviously there's Buffalo and there's other places. Um, I think there's one in Schenectady maybe. I don't know. Uh, Albany, who knows? But Baltimore's airport is in I didn't, Baltimore. I didn't see the airport in Schenectady when yeah, he, yeah, he yeah, goes yeah. Went to go play some bats. <laughs> um, like, uh, it's small, but like the Manchester, New Hampshire airports in Manchester, the Portland airport is in Portland. Yeah, I'm sure like, Philly. They, yeah, like. But like when you go to Houston, like a part of this too is because which Houston, is, Houston is just fucking large. I was to say it's hysterical because it's like, like a fucking 45 miles. Yeah. The airport is very far away from like the downtown Houston area. Um, Denver is really weird. Technically the airport is in Denver, but if you look at a map, like a city map of Denver, it's like this one area. And then there's like a straight line and then like a little ball. It looks like a fucking crack pipe. The it's airport. The, the highway to the airport. And then the airport, <laughs> like they consider that Denver and then yeah. everything else is not. So it's like, once you start getting into these areas that are like really spread out, which is the South and the wet, the Midwest, like it's not, like these these places aren't in the actual place where you're going to stay and you get to see some weird yeah. shit. 
<laughs> yeah, it was, I mean, it's outskirts of the city. Yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, the other thing that I pointed out to you, and we kind of had like an aha moment at the same time, was when we drove by the cemetery. There's a massive cemetery, and they are all massive mausoleums. Yeah. The you be and I look and I go, I turn to you and I go, Oh yeah. You can't bury you them underground. Can't bury anybody underground here because it floods all the fucking time. Yeah. And that would be awful <laughs> if there is a fucking hurricane and it goes, Oh, there's old Aunt Gertrude <clears throat> floating down fucking Main Street. Yeah. Like <laughs> Yeah, that that cemetery was huge. Too. That was fucking huge. And it's it's like I said, it's all mausoleums. So it's uh it makes sense. Yeah, no, it does. But then, so then the best part <laughs> when we landed, it granted it was a little cloudy, so we couldn't see like very far as we were landing. But we get off the plane, and as we're walking in the airport, I turn to you and I go, Hey, I know it was kind of like cloudy, but like that like cement wall thing that we kind of flew over, like that's not the levee, is it? And you go, Yep. Yeah, 100%. That's the levy. And I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, okay. So I can definitely see why this place floods like all the fucking time. Yeah. Because there's like a six foot cement wall. (laughs) Yeah. In the words of Derek Zoolander, it needs to be at least three times bigger. Yeah. (laughs) And I turned to you and I go, these look like the cement walls at fucking Malden Hospital. Like like I used to climb on them as a kid. You know, like these are not big. No, I'm pretty sure Massachusetts. No, I've never been down this way, but the way it was described to me is in Fairhaven. I think it's like Fairhaven, New Bedford or something. There's a there's a hurricane barrier down there. And like people like go for walks, go for runs on it because it's like this massive, massive thing. And I'm like, okay. So in Massachusetts, where it never hurricanes. Yeah. We get like one hurricane every six years. We have this six massive years, thing. And one bad hurricane every 20 years. <laughs> and they have hurricanes on the reg. Yeah. With quite literally nothing to defend it. It's no, I understand. Li- I think New, or- I think New Orleans is. Wall. I think it is technically below sea level. If, it how is. the fuck? So however yeah. that's possible. Yeah. It's just like in a depression in the earth, I guess. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Um, so yeah, there's only so much you can do, but like new one of the things about New Orleans is it's very, very old. Yeah. So you've had a long time. Now, again, not a lot of money. That's how it started, how we started this. You had a long time to maybe work on funding some projects to make those shits a little bit bigger. Yeah. Yeah, or like literally figuring anything out. Anything, something. Or because I don't know, maybe if you make them too big, then they just like break. I don't know. Like, because now, because now they've stored the water up and I don't know. Like, I don't know, dude. I feel like the technology exists. Like, there's someone somewhere has Venice. Venice exists, right? Like, that's a thing that that city's been around since fucking forever. Like, Holland, Holland is like the fucking, they're the kings of the fucking dikes, right? Like, that's the, oh, the dike. Yeah. And then they also build big walls too. So it's like I, I, the technology has to be there somewhere. Like you can't, you can't do, you're telling me you can't do better than a cement wall that if I stand on my tippy toes, I can touch the top of <laughs> like, <laughs> it's so bad. 
Like, what the fuck? What are you it's doing? So bad. Oh, no, I, I can't believe the city of New Orleans got fucked up by that hurricane. Oh, my God, it's under so much water. But they have levees. Yeah, those levees don't do shit. Yeah. Fucking like, Just to say we have them. Yeah, <laughs> it's just to check a box. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So then the right, so you're done making fun of my favorite place in the world. Yes, yes, yes. So the okay. the one thing, the the interesting thing I will say, and obviously we didn't have time to do any any of exploring because we were there for about 52 hours. Sprint. Um the areas that are not Bourbon Street seem to be decent. Like I noticed when we were leaving. Whatever way we went, as soon as we got to be like three blocks away yeah, so, from Bourbon Street, it looked like yeah, so like we, Charleston, right? It looked like a like a like a classy southern city, like it. And I was like, wow, this is a totally different vibe. <laughs> yeah. So on a on a map, we went west out of the French Quarter. Yeah. Cross over Canal Street, whatever, and then moved into the business district which may be the same and or uh borders the garden district okay and then that's when we ended up cutting up by the superdome which is on poyger street which is in the business district yeah so that's more of your what you would see in like a northern city yeah, yeah, is very like glass buildings, high yeah, rises. Yeah, but yeah. there was like I said, like that Charleston feel with like the old southern buildings where yeah. you know, they have the balconies on the side and and things like it looks like with the wrought iron, like it looks southern. Yeah, but it also has a mix of of like well, it's like, like, said, like the glass buildings. It and, was like in Savannah where like down River Street, right? With the, with right. the historic steps, of course. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, <laughs> And when you came up, yeah, we'd like you can tell we're in the south, but felt like like I think it was I don't know I don't know if it was Boynton Street, but like whatever the fuck it was, it looked like Newberry Street. Yes. So yeah. Um that's what it looked like. I think you had to cross Canal. Like once you get I think like Canal Street is almost like the border of the French Quarter. Okay. So you cross over Canal. And then it brings you out to whatever that main street is. I'm not really sure what it is. But that's where the Ritz Carlton is. Like, that, like you can tell there's a change. Like, there's a CVS on the corner that probably doesn't have plastic barriers, <laughs> just to hide the fucking Gatorade. Yeah. That was my favorite part about the fucking Walgreens that I walked into. There's fucking plastic barriers everywhere, or like plexiglass, really. And then there's uh, they had like random thing. They had like candles were behind like a glass plexiglass lock like a typical like around here if you walk into a Walgreens or a CVS usually they keep like the razor blades behind that where like someone has to come with the key and open it up like candles were behind that and like cleaning products were behind that <laughs> and i was like ah all right it's a great area <laughs> yeah so i think that main drag might have been Canal Street. Okay. I could be wrong. So that's right. Like, I will give it some credit. Like I said, like if if I were to ever go back, um, I would be potentially inclined to look over there as well. Yeah. And <clears throat> so part of 
my thoughts for this because obviously I was like you know part of you know the, the planning of this. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I don't know the area well enough, but I know a lot of it's not great. Right. So I go if I'm putting this together, we're gonna stay where I know. Yeah. No. Hundred percent. It. So that's and that's why. You know, you know, we did it the way we did it. What the fuck is the rich and we weren't there yeah, for canals very that, long. No, like we, we had a days. very we had a very specific goal. Canal, canal is that main road. Okay. Um, yeah. So I mean, I would be inclined to at least look at Canal Street, right? Um, because the other thing too, though, when I go. Like I do still want to be fairly close to the French Quarter. So like obviously the Superdome <clears throat> is a little ways away. It's like a 20 minute walk. Yeah. But yeah, I mean it's like through the business district district. Who gives a fuck? Um But the other thing is like when you go to New Orleans, it's like I don't really want to be surrounded by like Holiday Inn Express, like it just doesn't. Yeah. I don't know. It just doesn't feel right. I don't know. Right. For me, it for me it doesn't feel right. But um, I think the next time I go, I would be inclined to look at Canal or the Business District, and just trying to find something that's like in a somewhat easy walk, right, right. to the main drag. Yeah, because then if you think about like if you want to go down Decatur, now you're like you're kind of away. Yeah. And I like to walk. It's not easy to Uber around that place. No, that, that the French quarter at least is not conducive no. to Ubers. There's a lot of roads that they just don't allow car traffic on in general. Right. So, um, yeah, but it's, again, it's one of those things too, where like, I kind of go back and forth on that. Right. Because I look at it like, well, if I were to ever go back, like I would want to stay maybe in that like, you know, canal, potentially see what's over there. But then at the same time, it's like we're going to New Orleans. So like yeah. there's a very specific purpose. Like you're not going to New Orleans to like eat the steak dinner. You know what I mean? Like you're going to New Orleans for Bourbon <laughs> Street. Like you want to see Bourbon Street. So yep. why not just be, you know what I mean? Like it's a, it's a little bit of this, a little bit of that, right? Where. Same thing and, with like and, with like Nashville, right? Like you go to Nashville for Broadway, right? Typically, I mean, I've I've been there enough times now where like I'm all set with Broadway. <laughs> like I'm good. Give me Midtown. Like I'll go stay in Midtown and be happy as a fucking clam. Well, I think, and I think the the one thing that makes it different is that you can Uber in and out of Broadway easily, right? You can't you like you gotta walk, yeah, in New or-, or stumble in New Orleans, yeah. Um, so you just gotta like it's just kind of like navigating that, like figuring out exactly what you want to do, right? Right, I don't know. Um, yeah, so that's that's the city, right? Uh, and then so Saturday we get in. And we got a lot of boxes to check. <laughs> yep. we, got a lot, we got a lot of things to do. So after we get food. Uh, so the one thing I will say too, that I, that I hear quite frequently too about New Orleans is uh, 
the, you, there's, you, it's, it's hard to find bad food, right? You kind of almost got to look for it. Um, and I would probably agree with that outside of like, you know, the random pizza joint at fucking 2 a.m. You're not going to get good, good pizza. Right. But also New Orleans isn't known for pizza anyway, but like all the other food that we had, we didn't have pizza actually, but, um, everything else we had was, was good, right? Like all the food we had was pretty good. Um, we got the, uh, we got the beignets, right? We got all that shit. Um, never had them. So those were good. Um, Beignets were good. You know, it was one of those, like they are, they are good. They are good. I would not wait in a line for a half hour at cafe Dumont just to get, uh, what probably amounts to pretty close to fried dough. Um, it's better than, it's it's, it's better than fried dough. It's well, it's, 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 um, it's like a perfect fried dough in just a small square. Yeah. I think that's a, that's a, that's a perfect way to say it. It's a perfect fried dough. Um, so yeah, they're good, but you know, that's it. I've had them. Awesome. Oh, have you ever had the beignets in New Orleans? Yeah, of course I have. I have had them. They're good. Yeah, they're delicious. Um, they're good. Yeah. Um, then, so after, like I said, after we got the food, we checked into the hotel. Um, we, did we go to the tropical aisle first? Well, I know we, we, we hit some warm up areas well we had we had to go get a bar first because i wanted to go to the tropical aisle well this is the hard part about going five years ago so i remember tropical aisle i knew there was multiple and i saw one on the corner i'm like ah fuck that could be it i go it doesn't look right but i go that could be it and i go what the fuck do i really know anyway but i'm like oh it opens at noon like all right so we go and get one at a bar across the street we get out at 12.05, 12.10, it ain't open. It's like, all right, well, let's go find another one. And then we walk up one block, and there it is. That's the and it just hit me. I'm like, that's the one. And I think yeah. it's the I think it was the original one. Yeah. <clears throat> so yep, we went and got the hand grenade. Yep, Tastes we did like the surge. hand grenade. Yep. Yep. Tastes a lot like surge. Yeah. Yep. Um then we uh then we did some walking. Yeah, we went down to Decatur. Yep. Got we the got, frozen drinks. We got some frozen drinks. And then uh continued. The fr- yeah, the frozen hurricane tastes like Robitussin. Yep. Frozen hurricane, not that good. Um, um we go uh, did we hit another bar and then go to patios? So we, we went to the beach. Yes. Where they didn't have the three for one beer anymore. Yes, that's true. R.I.P. Yeah. <laughs> R.I.P. Three for one drinks. Um then, and then, we, then we went to patios. Then we went to patios and got the regular real hurricane, real so. regular hurricane, which also tastes like, Robitussin. which also tastes like Robitussin, um, <laughs> which is not fucking good. It's, yeah. it's, uh, just not good. Right. This is the only way to say it. It kind of fucking sucks. Yep. Um, but due to all of these, uh, local drinks, if you will, um, we had ourselves a bit of a situation where no one really has much recollection of the rest of the night. Nope. Um, I think uh, you turned it in pretty early. Yep. I think I was very shortly behind you. Yep. Uh, and I'm talking like 
seven, seven thirty. Yep. Early. Yep. yep. Early, early. Um, we're both probably in bed and asleep by eight o'clock. Uh, and I use the term asleep loosely. It was more like passed out. Yep. Um, and the next thing I know, I wake up and it's two 30 in the morning and I'm like, ah, fuck what's going on? What happened? <laughs> and I go, Oh, my eyes feel weird. Oh, my contacts are still in. I go take my contacts out and I go and I'm like, Hmm, where's Vinny? Yep. And I must've heard you. Cause I was up at this time too. Yeah. And I think I said something to you. I go, do you know where Vinny is? <laughs> and you were like kind of in and out of consciousness. Like you're kind of like sleeping, not awake, whatever. Yeah. And, uh, you're like, no, like, ah, oh, shit. All right, let me text him. So I text him. I think the, I don't know. I The first thing I might've done was text the group because we had a group chat going with all the guys that were down there. And I was like, is anyone with Vinny? And no one responded. You might've called him first and then texted the group when his phone died. Okay, okay. Oh yeah, that's right, that's right. So I was texting Vinny and calling him. We were going back and forth. He was telling me that he was going to get an Uber back to the house. And I was like, don't do that. You don't need to Uber. Like, I, I don't know where you are, but like, you're probably close enough to walk. Like, it's okay. I'll send you my location. Like I shared my location with him and I was like, follow this home. Just like put it in your GPS and, and walk home. And he's like, ah, oh, yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't know how to do that. And or whatever he was saying incoherently. And I was like, all right, dude, send me your location. And so he takes a screenshot of the page of his Uber driver and like what car, what kind of car it is and the license plate and sends that to me. And I go, that's not your location. That's your fucking Uber driver. Send me like click info, share location. Like, let me see where you are. And then we're talking on the phone. He's like, I don't know. I'm walking back. I don't need an Uber. I canceled it, whatever. And I go, all right, dude, like it's Hotel Mazarin. Just like, just get here. I'll be outside. So I put clothes on. I go downstairs to the main lobby. The security guard is there because they lock the front door at night in the hotel in New Orleans because they have to see above. It's New Orleans. (laughs) And I'm talking to the security guard. We're hanging out. And I go, hey, my, my, my buddy's like on his way back. Like, I could, you mind if I just kind of hang out here? And he goes, yeah, no, no, no problem. And uh, that's when I found all the literature about the haunted areas that they love down there. Uh, and so this, the security guard goes, hey, man, I'm going to go outside and smoke a cigarette. You want to like just come hang out? And I was like, yeah, sure. And I was like, maybe I'll see him like hoping that I'm just going to see him stumble by drunkenly whatever. So we're outside probably like 20 minutes or so. And, uh, security guard goes, Hey man, I'm going back inside. So you should probably come with me. Cause I'm going to lock the door. And I'm like, all right, yeah, no problem. Still no Vinny. And at this point, like somewhere along the, this point is when his phone dies. So now I'm like pretty nervous, right? It's, it's like three o'clock in the morning in new Orleans, his phone's dead. We can't fucking get in touch with him. So I go back in and I talk to the lady at the front desk and I go, listen, 
my buddy is on his way here. He's shit faced. Um, so if some drunk asshole comes and tries to like open the door, I know it's locked, but like, if it's him, like, can you just make sure he gets to room 216? And she's like, all right, cool. What's his name? Like I give her a name. He goes, she, the woman goes, all right, I'll, I'll print him out a room card, a card key right now. So that when he shows up, um, I'll give him the card key and he can just get up to the room. All right, cool. Whatever. And, uh, so I go back upstairs and like maybe 15, 20, I hadn't fallen back asleep yet. So it had to have been like within 20 minutes, 15, 20 minutes, the fucking room phone rings. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck is that? And I'm like, holy shit, it's the phone. So I pick up the phone on the fucking nightstand. And I go, hello. And it's the woman from the front desk. <laughs> she goes, hey, your friend's on his way up now. I just put him in the elevator. I was like, all right, great. And then Vinny fucking stumbles in the room, just incoherent as fuck, and just passes out in the bed and goes to bed. So he made it back at 3 a.m. Yep. No missing persons, no arrests. Yeah. No hospitals. Yeah. It was, uh, it was quite the night. <laughs> At least Saturday, we didn't have to fucking check any boxes. I'm sorry, Sunday. Sunday so. was much better. Sunday was much more like, uh, let's hang out. Like, we still drank all day, but it wasn't like, uh, we got to drink this drink. We got to drink that drink. No. They're all fucking grain alcohol, whatever. The, who knows what the fuck is in them, right? Yeah, that's the big thing is like, I actually don't know. We don't know. And it's like, oh, this drink, that drink. Whoa, frozen drink. Oh, yeah. Bah. And it's like, no, Sunday, we're like, let's go to a sports bar. Yep. Watch some football. You know, like I we, said, we well, still we, drank. Well, we but, between but the seven between, of us, we probably drank like fucking sixty high noons. Yeah, I, I was gonna say I must have drank at least ten. Yeah. At that at that sports bar. Yeah. So probably probably between the seven of us, we probably drank well, Vinny wasn't drinking high noons, so still six. Yeah. Six of us, we probably took down at least 60, 70 high noons, right? But it's spread out from Whatever we it was got like four there. and a half hours we were there or so. We probably yeah. got there at 1230 and left around five. Yeah. Yeah. And uh we actually ate. We ate food, right? We got wing, the chicken wings yep. there were so yeah, fucking the wings good. were good. Those were they were like the perfect amount of crispy. Yeah, the wings were oh, good. they were fucking they were fucking awesome. Um nachos we, were pretty good. Yeah, and then uh but the big thing was we're waiting all day to go to the dungeon. Oh yeah, yeah. Jones had texted me a few times about the dungeon when he was still out and there, and then when we ran into them, we were informed about the dungeon. Yeah, um, I believe we did establish it opened at six. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. What time was the dungeon open? Six, six, six o'clock on the dungeon. Ah, okay, all right, six o'clock. <clears throat> so we leave the sports bar. I was going to try to drag us into Turtle Bay, which probably is a good thing that we were on the wrong side of the road. Yeah. Because they got the, uh, that's the blue skull or the crystal. Sorry. It's a blue drink and a skull glass. Ah, I think yeah. it's just grain alcohol and blue raspberry, but I wasn't going to get one. I was just going to yeah. see who was, stu- who was stupid enough to. <laughs> um, so we didn't end up going to Turtle Bay. And at that rate, I think some people wanted to change. I think that's right. 
Yeah. So we walk back by the hotel and me, I look at you, I go, do you need anything here? And you're like, nope. I go, should we just go back? Like, should we just continue? Yeah. And Vinny, so Vinny had already put himself to bed for the day. Yeah. Um, so he was in our room sleeping. So I was like, yeah, there's no point in us going up. No. Cause in, again, like, yeah, did we drink all day? Absolutely. But we were still fine at that point. I yeah. still remember everything. I remember every single thing from Sunday. Not the same. Can't say the same for Saturday. No. Um, so we go out. We see that the game's on and the bar has seats. So we sit there. I think it was the brick, the brick room. Yep. Nothing memorable about that place. It's fine. Yeah. It's so, so we head over to the dungeon. And, you know, we had seen it earlier in the day. We walked by it. So we went in and, you know, sit at the bar, whatever. Looking around, I'm like, okay, it's dark. It's dingy. There's a pool table. I'm like, why did Jones think I would like this place so much? But I'm like, all right, whatever. Let me <laughs> let me give it time. It's early. You know, it's six o'clock. It just opened. Like, yeah, yeah. No big deal. So we I see the guys outside. I'm like, hey, like, whatever. They come on in. And I wasn't really paying attention, but I heard the bartender going on this story about some dog and like the the bar across the street and something about Molly. And I'm like, it's interesting. Why? I don't understand the story. The story doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I don't understand the relevance of the story. Yeah, did the bar, I was like, did the bar used to be named Molly? Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? Like why? I don't know. Why is she telling us about some dog and the owner next yeah. to whatever? I don't know. I'm like, this doesn't make any sense. So we start playing pool. And then I think it was Jones mentioned like, oh, when do you want to go to the dungeon? I look at him, I go, where the fuck are we? Yeah. He goes, this ain't the dungeon. I go, the fucking sign is right out here. I go, what do you yeah. mean it's not the dungeon? I go, fucking walk with me. So we walk outside and the sign for the dungeon, and then there's this little tiny alley yeah. that you had to go down. Yeah. I'm like, oh, we missed the dungeon. <laughs> yeah, we missed we missed the ridiculously small alleyway that you had to walk down <laughs> Which to get I, to the dungeon. I, I, unless Tom knew it was there, I don't know how the fuck they found it. Yeah, I have no idea. Um, so we finally get so finally we get to the dungeon, and you got to walk through this alley, and there's no windows, whatever. And I'm like, okay, this makes more sense for why this place this looks is the like dungeon. something called the dungeon. Yes. <laughs> There's like and, fucking skulls everywhere and you know the fucking black lights and yeah and that and that was a that was a cool spot where yeah. you can play the music for the place through the jukebox but it's all like um heavy metal like, effectively yeah, it's like, yeah hard rock metal yeah cuz it cuz it yeah cuz it's, it's like um black label Alice in Chains obviously Danzig yeah <laughs> bartender hated that they just kept playing mother all everyone just plays mother all the time yeah. <laughs> and someone played chop suey within like four songs yeah yeah they played it twice yeah yeah dungeon was a good spot then uh we got some barbecue and went home yep yep we went back to the hotel yeah probably got back by what 9 nine thirty. yeah i would say probably nine thirty. yeah because we were uh, wasn't that late. We were gonna try and watch the uh, the late game. Yeah, the night game. <laughs> Still waiting for that. Waiting for we that charge to come through. We couldn't do that though. 
because the uh, the TV was broken when we got back to the room. So Vinny had himself a little accident. <laughs> so, so I was like, all right, cool. I don't know. I guess I'll just fucking go to bed. But uh, definitely needed, definitely needed to. Yep. Uh, <clears throat> Worked out going to bed. Yeah. No, I was, that was totally that fine. Was, that was essential. Yeah. And I mean, that was one of the things I said to you too. I was like, do you want to just walk back like down this street? Like after we left the the barbecue place, I was like, I'm not particularly interested in walking back down bourbon. And uh, you were like, yeah, yeah, we can do that. Yeah. Cause was, all we we're going to do is end up somewhere. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, Oh, let's say go in here. Or we run into the, the yeah, other half of the guys. They'd be like, Oh, Hey, you back. Which I don't know what they did. Uh, they may have, they may have called it a night or they may have been right back at it. I don't know. Yeah. Cause they were waiting to get like shitty pizza from some sketchy fucking pizza place. <clears throat> no, and I fucking, you and I, a, it was a frozen drink place. Yeah. It was a frozen drink place that had a pizza sign and, and you like, and no I, way. you and I both looked at each other for about, I'm not eating that one second. And we were like, fuck that. I'm not, I'm not eating, eating that. that. I'm not eating that. I'm not eating a pizza from the fucking frozen drink place. Yeah. I'm not doing it. Yeah. Not a chance. So I'll tell you one thing. If I, I would not have felt like, so I didn't feel great the next day, but I good enough. Yeah. Good enough. Yesterday morning. Um, that pizza would have had my stomach in fucking shambles. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. And With that was my, know. that was my major concern. Yeah. Yeah. So we got, uh, we got some decent barbecue yeah. and, uh, then went home and went to bed. <laughs> had our flight delayed twice well so the best part the best part about the flight thing so in the morning we had been passing around the article between like amongst us that at logan delta airlines had people on the tarmac for like four hours six hours something like yeah, that while they, they were like, like de-icing the fucking plane or some shit yeah they didn't, didn't have make a staff. lot of sense so they were like de-icing the plane didn't have enough staff it was a fucking mess so they comped everyone like 50 bucks yeah. or some shit, yeah. which looking back, that's got to be like hush money, right? Like, oh, we gave you 50 bucks and it's like, okay, well, I'll take it. And then I'm still going to complain. It's like, no, well, you gave us the, we gave you the 50 bucks. Like you may as well not take it and try to actually get something out of the airline. Right. Now, again, right. why would, why would I want to be comped if this airline just fucked me over like that? I don't know. Whatever. Right. I can be a sucker multiple times. The funny thing is, I think Delta is consistently voted the best airline. I don't know. So I don't know what all these measures are because I've seen that, but I don't think they, I don't think they rate highly in, um, like reliability. I mean, which, I don't think any of them as it, the pat for the past two years, I don't think any of them do. Well, that's true. But I actually, I did. I, I did see. Like, I don't know what the rate, the rating category was, but it was like came in first at seventy out of a hundred. I'm like, oh yeah. man, they got a fucking <laughs> yeah. C minus. Yeah, they got a C minus, and they were the best ones. That's a fucking Haslam scale, right there. Yeah. <laughs> if I've ever seen one, yeah. So I don't know, but like, I thought Delta was like having most of the problems this summer, and then everyone was kind of cool this fall. Like that's what it seemed like trending. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that Delta flight, like 
people were stuck on the tarmac, whatever. So I'm like, great. What are we flying? Delta. Where are we flying it to? Logan. Awesome. This is great. So we get to the airport. We're standing in the security line. We're out of the Uber. We're there, done, whatever. I check the app. Flight delayed. Great. Now it's only like 23 minutes. Whatever. Fine. So get through security. We're there. It is what it is. No problem. So we're looking and then like the updated flight time. I think it was a delay. I think it was a departure delay of like a half an hour. Yeah. But it ended up being, I think boarding is, but boarding ended up being from 1250 to like two o'clock or something like that. But we still only landed like a half an hour late, which was fine. Yeah. Yeah. But while we're, so while we're in line at Chick-fil-A, the fucking fire alarm goes off. Yes. (laughs) Well, before we even got to Chick-fil-A, I was going to try and go to this this restaurant that, that had po' boys. That's the last box that hadn't been checked, right? We didn't get We didn't have a po' boy. Oh, we're in you Louisiana. Didn't have, uh, you didn't have the gumbo either. Yeah, well, well fuck the gumbo. Um, <laughs> we didn't have the po' boy. I'm like, fuck it. We're in the airport. We're about to leave. I'll get a po' boy. So I'm standing at, at the fucking cashier. And it says order here. It says order here. I'm standing right here. And some, and we're standing there for like 15 minutes. And then finally, like a woman walks over from like the restaurant area and says like, uh, y'all going here to go. And I'm like, uh, to go. And then she like mumbled something completely incoherent. And I was like, and then walked away. She said like something about the bar. Like yeah. she, she said this like sentence and the only word I got out of what she said was the bar and there were no seats open at the bar. So I'm like, all right, I'm not doing this. I'm just going to Chick-fil-A, which was right next to it in the airport. So we went to Chick-fil-A. Yeah. And then the fucking fire alarm started fire alarm went off, but no one like no one left and no one evacuated. So I'm like, well, no. fuck that. And Vinny was in the bathroom. Yep. Of course. <laughs> so yeah <laughs> and then so i think you texted him or you texted yeah, i just told him we like, were at chick-fil-a like, yeah like hey we're at chick-fil-a we don't leave the airport fuck the yeah. fire. fuck the fire alarm yeah so whatever turns out i think that was just a, obviously it was a false alarm no fire no nothing really stopped like operations didn't really stop in the airport or anything and then um We just from there, like went back to the gate, but like we're tracking the plane because you can track where the plane is because ours was coming from Boston to New Orleans to get pick us up in New Orleans and go back to Boston. Right. So fine. It had left late. No problem. But the arrival time is 115. Yeah. And our boarding time is supposed to be 113 now. That's after the delay. Yeah. And you're like, that math doesn't add up. Yeah. It doesn't take five minutes to fucking deplane. Right. Takes like a half hour. Yeah. So probably landed at 115, maybe a touch later, and then we were boarding at like two. Yes. No problem. Take off, fine, gone, whatever. Get to Boston, land. And the guy comes over and tells us like, oh yeah, we just gotta we got we're gonna have a short delay. We just need some staff to get to the gate. I go, fuck. Yeah. Off. 
Yep. I go, if we're here for hours, it's probably worth yelling bomb and just going to jail. <laughs> At least I would be off the plane. Exactly. Yeah. I wonder what would take longer to sit through like the four to six hour delay, whatever the fuck it was, or to yell bomb, get arrested, go to jail and ideally get bailed out. Yeah. It's got to be close. I would imagine it's probably pretty close. <laughs> One's more costly than the other. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, one of them is a cool story. <laughs> the other one's just annoying as fuck. Yeah, the other one got you 50 bucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. But it was really only like <clears throat> seven minutes. Yeah. Like, on that, we were good. I was watching John Wick. Yeah. <laughs> Which I think that's one of my favorite things to do on a plane because especially when I sit next to random people, yeah. <laughs> like I hope they look like the woman next to me was doing like some online sleep course or something like trying to educate herself <laughs> and I'm sitting there watching John Wick. I go, I she hope was she sitting between over. you and Vinny too. Uh, I, go, I hope she looks over at like when he just like blows someone's head off. Yeah. <laughs> and the woman that sat next to me had like a legitimate case of Tourette's where like the entire flight she was it, it could have also borderline been like fucking parkinson's is it, what is what does michael j fox have parkinson's parkinson's it could have been that too like she was so like that, that's like her shade. fingers her fingers were fucking twitching like her shoulder would like her neck and i'm like yo what the fuck lady like chill the fuck out because at first i thought she was just anxious but then like an hour and a half in i was like all right She's got Tourette's. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, so funny story. While you were talking before, I looked up um, the best airlines in 2022. Um, it's going to be Delta. I already know. I got a list of 20 airlines according to Forbes, right? Forbes, pretty good, pretty good, pretty reputable. Um, I'm not going to go through and read all 20. But I will tell you, there is not one American airplane company in the top 20. Number oh, one, in the, oh, number one in the world you is You have an international one? It's, yeah, it's just in general. So it's Qatar Airways or Qatar. It's like Qatar, Singapore, Japan is six, Air France is nine, um, Luftwassena is 15. So all these. So then I go and I specify my just the my US. search to just the US. So I find this article um number 1 in the US Delta Airlines in 2022. The opening line of cuz it gives a little description under each one, the opening line here for Delta Airlines for the best airline in the United States. Even though it's ranked number 30 on the global list Delta Airlines tops the charts for American carriers. Oh, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> oh, my God. That's it's ranked number 30 in the entire in the world. world, and it's the best one in the United States. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, man. That's fucking amazing. So then they give the whole description. Number two in the U.S. is JetBlue, who is ranked number 32 
in the global rankings. So our number one is the world number 30 and our number two is the world number 32. So uh, <clears throat> you want to take a guess at what the third, the third best airline in the United States is? Southwest. Uh, no, it actually... No, it does. It does. I thought it just merged. I thought it doesn't exist anymore, but I think it does still exist. Um, Alaska, Alaska Airlines is ranked number three in the United States. You want to know what it sits at in the globe? 47. 61. Oh, good. <laughs> There's quite a drop off there. I didn't even know there were fucking 61 global airlines. Yeah, me neither. Uh, this, so is, we this, have... is, this is uh, boating really well for the other domestic yeah airlines yeah. so we have 30 32 and then 61 uh so number 4 in the united states is united united airlines never flown united um i think i might have flown it once like years ago um united is so bad That they don't even list its global ranking. So how bad is American Airlines? Let's see. Hawaiian Airlines is number 74 on the global list. That's after United. Uh, and American. American Airlines. Um number 76 in the globe well that's just something isn't it yep so no matter what you're fucked yeah so basically uh fly delta or jet blue or get fucked <laughs> and even then and even then still you can still get fucked. get fucked yeah yeah <laughs> so that's pretty awesome America's fucking uh, airline company just can't figure it out. Okay, it was the points guy. So I don't know who the points guy is, but whatever. <clears throat> he did a report. Delta scored 70.43 out of 100. Number one in the U.S. Yeah. C minus. They're the best. I'm curious. I don't know. Uh, <clears throat> I don't know how many... How many airlines are in the world? Whoa, that's wild. There's apparently 5,000 airlines. Oh, fuck. Oh, well, there's 5,000 airlines with ICAO codes. I don't know what that means. I don't either. Um, yeah, so who knows? Still, number 30 is our best. Not great. Not awesome. So, great. Pretty, best we can do is a C minus. <laughs> uh, um, hey, you got anything else? You want to wrap it up? We can wrap it up. Yeah, I think we covered all the bases. 
Uh, and all I'm going to say is it's a very good thing that I did not go to New Orleans for um, the FSU-LSU game. Oh, yeah. That was Labor Day weekend. It was the kickoff game. So not only would I have been very excited, probably too excited as I was this past weekend, especially on Saturday, um, to be in that game, to watch FSU win, especially on a block kick, Oh boy. Yeah. That would not have been a good thing. Yeah. At all. Whatsoever. No. <laughs> and this weekend, like, really, really showed. Yeah. I mean, it's Tuesday and I'm still kind of fucked up. Like, my, my left ear just hurts now because it's like not fully popped. Like it's popped a little bit, but it's been so unpopped for so long. Like I have ear pain. So like, that's pretty awesome. That sounds awesome. Yeah. I can feel it. Like when I take it, like if I take like a big gulp of water, I can feel like the crackly sound in my ear. It's probably a good sign, right? Probably. It feels like I got tackled by fucking Aaron Donald. I said that in a group text this morning. Like my ribs hurt. Like my ribs and my back and my shoulders hurt. Like my my torso, like the bones of my torso hurt. Uh, I don't know why. Like the only thing I could imagine is I got tackled by Aaron Donald. But I don't know. Oh, that type of shit happens to me when I'm like that hungover. Yeah. Well, and in in this this is like the thing that sucks the most about like the recovery from because yesterday like I could have gotten up maybe I go buy a gallon of water maybe I don't I don't know like I could have got like a ton of water from somewhere right but now I'm sitting here like okay well we're gonna check out of the hotel then I've got nowhere to really piss so then you know get an uber 30 minutes to the airport okay 30 minutes through security. No problem, but like, yeah, 30 minutes to get through security. Now you're in the airport. Okay, great, fine. I was pissing like every 20 minutes today. Yeah. I go, how the fuck am I supposed to do that on a three-hour flight? And that's three hours in the air. Right. You're boarding. Starts 20 minutes before. You get to your seat. Three hours. You're deplaning. Takes 20 minutes. It's like. Right, right. So I like intentionally dehydrate myself or I intentionally like ration how much water I drink so that I don't have to piss on the plane. Right, right. And it's like, ugh, this sucks. Yeah, it's not great. (laughs) I don't know. All things considered, I feel like okay-ish today. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I definitely feel better today than I did yesterday. Um, I mean, that's an easy one, but yeah. Like I've I had said. I've had some tough day after hangover days. Yeah. And I don't know if this one was as bad. Yeah, that's probably fair. A couple I guys think, weekends. Those get rough. Yeah, I think we because we took it easy on on Sunday. Well, the thing is I didn't wake up with a massive, massive hangover yesterday, but right. again, intentionally dehydrating myself can only get so good yeah all right well i got a final thought huh 
You got a final thought? No, my final thought was. Oh, your final thought was. Thank you God. Couldn't, oh, you're right, right, right. I didn't right, go okay. to that fucking FSU game. All right. Yes, yes. Because yes. I don't think I would have came out of there alive. Yeah, that's fair. Um, But now I know. Yeah. <laughs> Just like you ration water for a flight, you got to ration your New Orleans yeah, if, if I'm gonna, activities. Yeah, like I can go to a Pats game. That's fine because I don't. Um, I don't. I don't know. It's like the Pats games just aren't the same as like an FSU game for me. No, probably because probably because I always just expect them to lose. Yeah. And then when they actually like beat a team like that, it's like just awesome. Yeah. And then there's also like an attitude of like you know you're down there in there. I know Baton Rouge is like 80 miles away, but like right in their right. house effectively. Right. Yeah. So. Um, all right. So my final thought is, um, fucking corporate mingling events are the dumbest fucking things ever. So I had to go to a holiday party last Thursday night. Um, it's like one of these, um, like networking, uh, groups that I belong to. Uh, my, my job pays for me to pays for my membership and it's, it's part of career development, right? Like there's, it's in like the corporate real estate world and shit like that. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's like a whole thing, but, uh, they had a holiday party last Thursday and my boss went and my boss's boss was going to go, but, um, one of her kids got sick, so she didn't go. So it was me and my boss and it was fine but it was one of those things where like i show up and i literally don't know one person other than my boss and he knows like a few people but then you do like the whole stupid fucking like corporate mingling thing where like random people will just walk up to you and be like oh so what do you do i'm like oh it's like, all right, whatever. And then you like talk to these people and they just want to keep talking. And it's like, I would really like to not do this anymore. So can we just end this conversation? And then uh, there was like one guy who, who works for a moving company, which go figure, right? The guy that works for the moving company is the guy that's like cool shit. And like, we end up talking about golf for like a fucking hour. Cause he golfs and he knows this, the guy that used to work there as my buddy, Neil. So like, I think, I don't know, you, you haven't met him, but we've tried to all golf together. So he knows him. So we're talking, we're talking about golf. I, I tell him I went for a fitting. He's talking about his fit. Like was, we were just ha- shooting the shit, like having a good time. It wasn't like, so what do you do? Oh, that sounds really interesting. What are the, what are the, the things that go into that? Like, Whoa, that sounds very difficult. Oh, you must have a very hard time with it. Dude. Get the fuck away from me. I don't want to talk to you. Don't fucking patronize me. Be like, oh, wow, sounds like you have a really important job. Oh, it seems like a lot of logistics goes into that. Fuck off, dude. Like, fuck, I don't want to talk to you. Get away from me. Um, So, you know, you do the whole thing, whatever. They They had fucking finger food. So I go there. It was in Boston, too. It was in the seaport in Boston. So oh, it's so great there. I went in, I left at like two 30. I got there early cause I saw there was a flower. I don't know if you've ever been to flower or heard of them. 
They're in Boston. There's a few of them. They're they're like a very high, like very, very good bakery. Okay. So I get there, I go walk over to the flower and I go and I'm like, what the fuck? The door's closed. Like it's locked. And I'm looking, there's people inside and I'm like looking and then I see the sign. They close at like fucking 3.30. And I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ. Like it was like 3.45. And I'm like, ah, oh, Christ. All right. So like, I find like a little hallway inside of a building. Like it was flowers inside of a bigger building. So I sat in the hallway, like next to the flower and like did work for the rest of the day. But now I'm like, okay, well, this party starts at like 530. My boss didn't get there until like six. So I ended up just going back to my car that I parked in the garage and like listening to podcasts in my car until my boss got there. Cause I was like, I'm not going to know anybody, which turns out I literally didn't know anybody. So it's just this whole fucking stupid thing. And it's just dumb. They're just dumb. At one point I looked around and I was like, this feels like a frat party. Like I feel, cause it's all like middle-aged white guys. Some of them are getting absolutely shit faced. And it's like, what the fuck? They're all wearing fucking sports coats, right? Like everyone's like, Oh yeah, you go. You get your khakis and your fucking white shirt and your sports coat on, and you're like, "Oh yeah, man. Oh fuck. Oh, what do you do? Oh, that that sounds like a really cool job, dude." It was the dumbest fucking thing ever. It's so fucking stupid. Um, so yeah, I decided that night um, that I hate corporate mingling events. So I've, I've only had to do like a couple of them, <clears throat> like um, TPI when we did the certification, they actually had um, a reception, like a cocktail hour. I, I, I don't know what the fuck it was. Yeah. I, I can't, I, I can't think of the name, like a social, I guess a social is the right word. Yeah. But socials aren't. I, so I, I don't know. I'll also preface this. I feel like, cause I've gone to the socials before for the p- perform better thing. And I've done some stuff, obviously working in the fitness world for as long as I did even in the nonprofit world, um, when I was at Compass, like I went to some of those parties and like they were mostly okay. Like none of them were like good times, but like this was so fucking bad because I could tell it was so fake. Like at least like gym people and fitness people, like we'll kind of talk about some shit that like we actually care about, it's but like fucking worse. I literally don't give a fuck what you do for work. And you don't actually care what I do. Like, please stop asking me what I do and what my job is about. And then being like, wow, it sounds really important. It's not. It's not actually. Life will go on if I don't do my job tomorrow. Yeah. Like if I fuck something up and like something doesn't get moved to the right spot, like, am I going to get in trouble? I don't know. Maybe depending on like the severity of like what it is, but like, the world's not going to fucking stop turning. You know what I mean? Like what I do isn't detrimental for society to move forward. You know what I mean? I'm not a fucking nuclear physicist. Like it's, it's just what it is what it is. You know what I mean? Like, we're like, Oh wow. Sounds like a lot of work. Yeah, man, I guess so. Oh, how do you, wow. I never thought of that. You think, I wonder like the next time we need something, we can probably call you. Do you have any business cards? No, I don't have business cards. Actually. I don't. Which I, that's a, that's a truth. That's a truthful statement. I don't actually have business cards, <laughs> but it's like, 
they people will ask. They'll be like, oh, wow, I feel like we could probably work together in some capacity. Like, do you have a business card so I can contact you? Nope, I don't. Oh, that's too bad. Here's mine. Sick. I didn't ask for it, buddy. Like, also, like, the, the way it works in these, like, corporate event things, like, a lot of these companies can use us, right? Because we, if they had to change locations or move or do stuff, like, we can help them. A fucking company that makes computer monitor arms? Yeah, man, let me just call you because I need a new fucking computer monitor arm, but you're the sales guy and you're not even a tech. You know what I mean? Like, no, you you can do nothing for me. Sorry, I don't want your shit. Don't give me your contact info and leave me yeah, the fuck well, alone. The next time you're uh, installing those computer monitors for that company you move because you do the moving and the assigning. Um, like the physical moving, like you're in there, like driving the yeah. truck. No, no, no. This company makes the, the, the monitor arms, yeah. like the flexible arms. That's yeah. It. yeah. That's so when you're in, do. so when you're installing the monitor arms on the monitors yeah, by hand, yeah, that's what you do. Yeah. That's what I do. Um, maybe you can buy some units off that guy. Yeah. Yeah. Place a PO if you will. Yeah. Fucking. I don't know. Again, the only thing like. Because the way I see that is, it's like, it it in it, it, it was like the TPI thing where it's like people come up to you, it's like, oh cool, hey man, like, like where are you guys from? Fuck me, yeah, uh, Boston. It's like, oh really? I know that. I'm like, oh, okay, fuck. So it's not actually Boston. Like then you guys start doing that, like, yeah, because because we were in Newark, so it's like far enough away, but not. Right. It's like, oh, Boston. You're like, I know someone on uh, on Hanover Street. I go, okay, nope. So we're not talking actual Boston. Right. Actually, right. we're not talking fake Boston either. We're talking Southeastern Massachusetts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and then it's like, oh, so like what do you what do you what do you guys like mainly mainly do? Train athletes. Oh my god, it's like awesome. Like, yeah. It's not that awesome. Yeah. What do you do? <laughs> I'm glad you asked. Like yeah. Fuck off. <laughs> so fucking stupid. I Although Jace, Jason Glass did come to us. It was like right after he did a podcast called like Burn Your Benches, like trying to be like, oh, bench press, not a big deal. So yeah, he was like coming around. So me and Chris grabbed him. We're like, there's no way you don't bench press. He goes, yeah. He goes, do I bench press myself? Yeah, obviously I do. I'm like, I fucking know you do. Like, I don't, I don't need yeah. you to fucking admit this. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I know you fucking do. He goes, yeah. He goes, but truthfully, he goes, I truthfully don't have my clients do it. I go, I don't give a fuck, man. Yeah. I go, you did a fucking pot. You did a burn your benches podcast. And I know you're fucking full of shit. <laughs> uh, that's pretty good. As I'm sitting there, probably drinking Sam Adams. Yeah. <laughs> Open bar, dude. Yeah, I know that was the other thing too. The the corporate event thing, it's all open bar, right? So that's why these guys get shit faced. And then like one of the guys was like, Oh, like, where do you guys want to go to dinner? Because it ends at like 8 30. They're like, Oh, we should go to dinner. Like, what are you doing? Dude, I'm going home. Oh, what do you mean? You're going home? I got a hotel room tonight. Like, we should just go party. Like, Nah, man, no. it's Thursday night and it's 8.30. Like, I'm hungry because all I had was four mac and cheese bites and a bacon-wrapped date uh, and a little bit of cheese. And, like, I kind of want to go home and eat something and go to bed because I got to go to work tomorrow. So, like, oh, yeah, come on, man, let's party. 
Fuck off. I don't want to party with you people. I don't want to. Yeah, I don't ever want to fucking see you ever again. Like the other thing, too, is it's like I'll drink entirely too much, but I won't call it partying. Yeah, exactly. Fuck out of here. So. That's that. They're fucking stupid. I'm stupid. I'm fucking stupid. (laughs) Uh, So thank you. uh, That's going to do it. So thank you, guys. Uh, thank you for watching. If you're on YouTube, again, thumbs up, subscribe, like, rate, review, all that. Uh, if you're an audio-only guy, same thing. If you happen to use Apple Podcasts or Spotify, you can now leave us five stars. Uh, well, you always could do that on Apple. You can do it now on Spotify. Uh, so we'd appreciate that. That'd be cool if you wouldn't mind. Uh, it'd be cool also if you could tell everybody you know about the show. Uh, while you're doing that, you can go to mybookie.com. And use the promo code SarcasmPod to double your first deposit up to a thousand bucks over there. Um, you can also use the same promo code SarcasmPod to save fifteen percent off your entire order at GrillYourAssOff.com, which is the best uh, seasoning and accoutrement grilling accessory website in the entire world. Uh, they also have really cool T-shirts and hats and coffee mugs and all that shit too. So check them out over there. Uh, you can get us, the royal us, on Instagram at sarcasm speaks pod, on the Twitter sphere at sarcasm underscore speaks, Facebook page of sarcasm speaks. Our website is sarcasmspeaks.com. If you go to our store, you can buy some of our merch. You can get our logo on just about anything you can imagine. And uh, yeah, that'll do it for us. So until next time. Everybody.